No 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 Thanks for checking in for another episode of FM Rejects. I'm really happy to be here. Wake up another day. Made it through that rough flight last night. We we were like getting tossed around like little dolls. It was very, very scary. But also you're like, well, okay, you ain't gonna hit nothing at least. So um, LA, LA was good. New York is, you know, it's New York. It's always good. And yeah, sorry, this episode is up a little bit late because I I just have a bunch of stuff to do. But specifically, I was applying for an artist residency today, which I failed to realize the deadline was today. I don't know why I thought it was like in a couple of weeks. So I had it kind of prepared. I had like written it out, but had to put the final touches on. And I literally submitted that boy like tonight. So that's why we're here now. Um, originally I wanted to record this little monologue introduction to the show in my hotel room. I was like looking over Venice beach, watching the skateboarders and all the weirdos at Venice, which I love that energy. I ran into somebody I know from New York, which is really crazy. Um, AJ, and he's a photographer, documentarian. It's like I ran into him walking around Venice at night. So it was it was a really dope, dope, dope time. Uh, I also was like, wow, awkward. I, so I've basically been working out there. I, I live in New York. I'm based in New York. But I have a lot of family in L.A., so I'm trying to be like that bridge to, you know, bridge the family from the Midwest, which is Detroit specifically, and in, in L.A. So... My grandfather on my mom's side, they came from Florida, and they're native. Um, my great-grandmother is Portuguese, so they had all gone to Pennsylvania, grew up there, and then they went to Detroit. So um, after being in Detroit, everyone went to L.A. except for my grandfather. So we are from that bloodline. We're the only ones in Detroit. But I grew up like with my aunts, my great aunts and uncles coming out to visit for sure. And we would go out to L.A. So it's really interesting now to be a part of um, the family, you know, and I'm like chilling with my great aunts. I'm like, oh, my God, you look just like my grandfather because that's his sister. And my granddad died. He like he died like 20 years ago. So it's been really interesting to kind of link up with like my cousins, Dana and Danielle. They're my age, Jada. And we're all so similar. They're like my sisters. It's, it's incredibly wonderful to get to connect with them. So I've been going out there, making making artwork, connecting with folk, and trying to like build a team out there because I had a really great day. I think this wasn't this time I was there. I was there like, I've been there about four times since November and, and got some dope 
gigs coming up. I don't really want to. I'm going to talk about them real soon. Real, real, real soon. Um, <laughs> I'm excited. So, but anyway, like, um, when I first had gone out there, you know, I just kind of was like, just something told me to go out there. And it actually was super auspicious. It was like on the on an anniversary of my grandma's passing, I was there, like, the, to the day. I was, like, literally running around wearing a leather cape and my hat and, like, going to fashion events and making animations and linking with just dope organizations and people. And one morning, I was walking to Panda Express because I wanted some Chinese food, but I don't really be seeing it. That's not like New York. Like, in New York, you see Chinese food everywhere. Like, there's one, you're probably thinking of one right now if you live in New York that you can, or probably two that you can go to. I had Chinese today. So anyway, I was, like, leaving China Express with my little stir fry, and I was thinking about how I'm so lucky to have this really great family in New York, and I know all these creators, these artists, photographers, filmmakers, people just hustling, people cooking food and throwing drinks, making stuff and believing in what they're doing. And I was like, damn, I got a whole team in New York. How blessed is that? And now it's time to to have a team in L.A. So I've been out there on my Connect the Dots, and it's been good. I had a really awkward, <laughs> like, I don't know. It actually ended up being very cool. But I basically got invited to go to this um, event. It was like this company that does cannabis, and they have this crazy really beautiful event. It was like all these super cool people. I knew someone there and I knew actually two people there. I was like, oh my God, I'm like learning. I'm knowing people connecting these dots and they had edibles and um, there was like this, this table looked like a table that you would have Thanksgiving dinner on just laid out with, with rolling papers and all these types of cannabis. And so it's really interesting to be in a place where it's legal, legal, uh, it's just like was in the air. They had this woman just serving water, just ice cold water. She was so pretty. And everybody was just getting water from her. They had a Turkish coffee stand. Backyard, they had, you know, like fire pits. It was just like all these fine people dressed. You know, I, I showed up after um, doing a job. I actually recorded it with my friend Andrew Brown, who he'll be on here um, in a couple weeks. And... You know, so I have, like, this giant session bag on me. I go to this thing. Now I'm like, damn, I go by myself to places all the time because, you know, you don't really have to do – you don't have to negotiate with anyone. Like, I'd rather meet you there, and then we can wild out and go about our way, you know, because once – I mean, that's just how I am. I'm, like, rot wildly spoiled. Um, there's only a few friends that I'll pull up with, and, you know, it's always cool to, like, go to a space and kind of, like – just feel it out and see how, see what you like. It's really, I learn a lot about myself and it's wildly awkward because, you know, I don't know, maybe you don't feel the same way, but for me, whenever I go into one of the places like that, I'm kind of self-conscious. I'm like, oh, I don't know anywhere. It was so fucking cool. And, um, and really, I realize that I'm probably not the only one that feels that way. And, um, and I don't mind being by myself. I actually really adore it. So going to this event, though, by myself, I definitely was like, oh, it was so Hollywood. There were all these people that I've seen their work on TV and stuff. There was this one actress who's so freaking beautiful, and she's like, it's crazy because, like, she's so tiny. Like, everyone's so tiny, <laughs> you know? 
So it was really fun. So I'm like, um, I had a business meeting there, so I met up with the, my, my people, and we're kind of like um, jamming out. It took me a little while to find them. I was like, fuck, so it was so packed. But I went and found them. And then um, we went to this photo booth. They had a photo booth, so... Like, I wasn't going to actually take a photo. Then I thought I should, but I wasn't going to. Then they were like, let's take a photo. We got to, all right, bet, because I definitely want to take one. Um, there was a line before, so I, didn't, I don't do lines. I was like, nah. So we go over there where there's these crowns. So I put, like, this flower crown on my afro, and we take the photos. So this woman walks in. She's gorgeous. And I'm looking like, and she has a giant afro. So she's, like, putting the, <laughs> the flowers on her afro. And I'm looking like, oh, that was, that's dope. Hers is how she's wearing it, like Jimi Hendrix. Mine was, like, sitting on top, like, Biggie Crown. Um, and she looked at me, and she was like, oh, I like how you wore yours. And I was like, oh, hey, how, I like how you wore yours. And I was, like, a little bit stoned, so I was probably a little awkward. And then at that moment, I was like, I should talk to her. Like, I'm, I really, I promise you, I will pull up on some event and be so uncomfortable, you know, like, self-conscious. But you might not see it on the outside. Also, I ain't talking to no one. But I'm like, I always try to meet someone when I go to some things. And now, especially when I was thinking about how I have all these friends in New York and I have all these connections, and I feel super safe here and, and, and support it. I need to be, uh, I need to try to do that out there. So I figure, like, Constance, you should go talk to her, right? So, um, yeah, I, we took the photos and I left and I was like trying to find time to go be like, hey, girl, hi, my name's Constance. Do you want to hang out sometime? I need friends. Do you want to be my friend? Hi. And uh, so I, I, like, walked away, and then I was like, damn, that's so awkward. Like, I can't walk up to her right now. But anyway, I waited a little bit, went around the party. Then I saw her again. I walked right past her. I was like, oh, hey, excuse me. She's with her friend. How y'all doing? Uh, my name is Constance, and I'm an artist from New York. I'm out here working. And you guys are really sweet and pretty. Do you want to, like, get a beer or something? I'm pretty sure I'm, I said it just like that. And the girls are looking at me like, and one was like, oh, you're so sweet. And I was like, in my mind, like, fuck. That's what you say to puppies. But they were actually really nice. So we talked for a minute. And, uh, you know, she hit me with the IG shit. Like, oh, here's my Instagram. And I was like, fuck. But um, whatever, like I, I shot my <laughs> shot my shot trying to make friends. That's one thing that um, I've learned in L.A. from my friends that are out there is like, I'm like, how do you meet people? Because in New York, you are with people all the time. Like you don't have a choice. You don't got a choice. You could be sitting there like, oh, I just need to sit by myself. And somebody will walk right past you and bump into you. Like there's no... Uh, let me be by myself at all. Like there's someone walking down my street right now. It's like it's like almost one a.m. and it's just it's just like that here. So I'm definitely like when I'm in L.A. trying to build a team. And yes, we ended up chatting actually. So I'm glad that I said something because I think that I made a friend. Yay! I'm gonna tell my niece. She'll clap for me. Yeah. So how do you guys make friends? How do you make friends? Do you make friends? Do you, like, make new friends? Do you, um, I mean, I was like, damn, I can get rejected in this friendship area, too. That's okay. I have, like, a lot of good friends, but, yeah, I didn't get rejected. She was really cool, and she gave, we didn't exchange numbers, but we chatted, and we're going to meet up when I'm out there again. I'm going to be there for my birthday. I'm going to be 101 years old on April 25th, so 
Shout out, girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, um, New York City. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of tired right now. I got housing court in the morning. They keep me there trying to get me out of this precious little apartment, but I'm not doing that. And then I submitted the stuff for the uh, residency today. So keep you updated. Hopefully I get to do that cool project that I proposed. And for this episode, excuse me. Oh, my bad. That's so gross. Uh, I talked to my good friend, Jacqueline Amore. She's so dope. I met her at college. Actually, I didn't meet her at college. I met her right when I graduated and she was dating someone I was in a lot of classes with. So me and her became friends. Uh, this is like probably 2011 or something. And we've been super close friends in New York for years, doing some projects together. I've, uh, she would have like events. She's an artist. She does a lot of dope stuff. She's a photographer, painter. She was working um, in health and, just like she DJs, she does all this rad stuff. Right now she's working on Hollywood. So she moved out there about two years ago. And when she said she was leaving, I was like, yeah, sure. But that, that girl left. She left and she's been doing her thing. She's definitely been one of the thing, one of the people that have inspired me to go to LA and like expand what I'm doing, throw my hat in the ring. You know, get get rejected a lot more. You know what I mean? The good parts of life. And it was, it's been good. So we talked about uh, Disney. <laughs> we talked about New York, her career. She's doing like uh, horror films. And it was a really cool conversation. It was a really fun one. This was a really fun one. Kind of like uh, I've had an opportunity to talk to a lot of different people. And this one was real easy. It was interesting to talk to someone that I, that I like know, you know, and uh, kind of dig in there a little bit, dig in there. So enjoy the interview. Um, let me know if you have any cool rejection stories. You can email me at Constance Patton. It's Constance with a K. Patton at gmail.com. And, uh, and then uh, you can find me at uh, FM Rejects on Instagram, Anchor FM. Uh, also, yeah, <laughs> I got a sponsorship. Bear, 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 bear. I got sponsored by Anchor FM. And uh, yeah, I read an ad. I made it. You'll see it. It's going to be in the middle. It's super short. So, yep. Hi, Mom. Making it happen. I would have been a terrible doctor. So, keeping to do this work. I also am adding an uh, illustration that I did of Jack. Um, it'll be up on the Instagram. And I'm going to put illustrations of every person that I interview. So, it's a really cool little, little like, notebook. And um, I'm really excited for that, for sure. Something else I'm excited for... And this is like a uh, brag. I don't even know. So I was leaving L.A. Sa Sunday, and our flight was delayed because weather was like wild. And I went into the Delta Lounge because I like literally, I fly Delta all the time, like just because I can get points and stuff. And then they have a lounge you can charge all your stuff up and whatever. Like you, if if you go in there, it's totally worth it. It's worth it. Um, so I'm walking, making like a Bloody Mary chilling, minding my business, <laughs> and I, taking up too much space. I had, like, three plates in my hand, and then I went, like, all right, I'm going to make the Bloody Mary or whatever. So I turn around, put the table, put it down on the table, turn back, make my drink. Then I turn, I'm, like, spilling it, turn back around, and I see this gentleman, and I'm looking like, hmm, like, he looks like, that looks like Chuck D, right? But I'm like, I don't want to walk up on some man. <laughs> I don't want to walk up on him either. 
hey, uh, I see you're here minding your business, but uh, I just want to tell you, you know, so I just kind of walked away, go put my stuff down. And I was like, Constance, what are you talking about? You know, like, uh, what are you even talking about? Like, why are you, what do you care? Go say hi. Go say hi. Who knows? You're up in this Delta lounge. This is pretty, pretty cool. And my flight had gotten delayed. So I probably, actually we're on the same flight. Um, who knows if that opportunity would have come up another time. Cause I saw Sway before in the streets and I, I love his work, you know, like he's a great interviewer. He's so dope. And I saw him in Manhattan like last summer and I just didn't go speak to him just cause I was like, Oh, I don't know. And then I turned around like, damn, he's gone. So, you know, I was like, I'm going to go and just like, uh, Tell him what an inspiration he is and all the good work. And he, I went back and he, he kind of like, I probably had the look on face. I was like, uh, are you? Uh? He's like, yeah. So he was really kind. Shout out to Chuck D. It was really great to talk with him. He's doing really wonderful stuff and always has been. It's, it's really inspiring to, to talk to individuals or meet individuals or just see people that are doing really cool, inspiring work. Like that stuff is, is phenomenal. So Shout out to him. Hopefully I can have him on here another one time. Um, Jeanette Beckman was there. She's got a show coming up with Vicky Toback and Bear Claiborne, the whole contact high game. That's going to be at the Annenberg Center for photography on April 26th is the opening, and then it'll run for a while. But they have a documentary coming out. It's really beautiful. So she was there. She sat right behind me. So I was, like, jamming with her. Like, damn, she's been in the game for so long. And, um... Oh, I saw Dasha Polanco. I feel like, I was like, girl, you're so fucking pretty. But also, so cool, like, just representing. And I definitely, I met, I made, I, I came out of my comfort zone. I was talking to all the people this week. It was really cool. And they responded to me in a positive way. I was looking like such a nerd with my Elvis sweater and my glasses. And I was handling my business. And this was, it was really fucking cool. So shout out to all of them. Shout out to you. Tell your mother Hi. Um, go on iTunes, subscribe to this channel, go to Anchor FM, start your own podcast. If you got a voice, let's use it. Let's do this work. Rate, review, and subscribe, please. Please. And thanks for listening. So we're going to get into it. This is Jack Amore on FM Rejects, y'all. Let's go. I love you. Okay. You be the boy. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, I'll be the boy. You be the girl. I'll be the girl. Okay. If you be the boy. I'll be the boy. You can, what's your best Disney princess song that you know? Um, A Whole New World. And will you sing it? I will. You will? If you sing Aladdin. I'll sing it. I'll sing it. <laughs> Go. If you, it starts with I you. can show you the world. I sing this with my niece all the time. She's like, you be the boy. <laughs> <laughs> Shining, shimmering, splendid. Tell me, princess, now when did you let, let your heart decide? I can open your eye. You like the eye. <laughs> Take you wonder by wonder over sideways and under on a magic carpet ride. It's 420. You're very committed. A whole new world. A new fantastic point of view. No one to tell us no. And where to go. And say we're only dreaming. A whole new world. <laughs> a 
a dazzling place I never knew. But now from way up here, it's crystal clear that now I'm in a whole new world with you. Now I'm in a whole new world with you. Unbelievable sights, indescribable feeling, soaring, tumbling, freewheeling through an endless diamond sky. A whole new world. Don't you dare close your eyes. <laughs> Hold your breath, it gets better. I can't anywhere. It's time to share. Let me share this whole new world with you. Something like that? Yeah. That was good, man. So pretty much like um, our next thing we should do is we should um, try out for a Broadway. Yeah, I'm totally auditioning for Hamilton. <laughs> I'm going to audition for Aladdin. I actually did audition for Aladdin. You Broadway. did? I did. They did an open call in 2015. You fucking auditioned for Aladdin? 2016, yeah. Why didn't they hire you? You have an angelic voice. But so does like a bazillion other people so? on Broadway that have Broadway credits. We mm. don't have any. <laughs> yeah, but like you but got I sure heart. I and sure you lived don't. on Broadway. Yes. Yes, I did. Yeah, that was dope. Um, <laughs> your ass is funny. <laughs> You're fucking hilarious. Thank you for committing with me. You know, uh, Jack, it's so cool to sit here with you right now. Thanks. It's fun to sit here with you right now. <laughs> After all the years and bullshit. Literally bullshit. Yeah, all this shit. And we're in Hollywood. How weird, right? It's very weird. Who would have thought? I mean, you you came out here, I guess. <laughs> I never expected it. You were like, I'm out of here. I'm leaving for California. And I was like, oh, whatever. You know, like, sure. <laughs> and then you, but you said it, and then you were out. Like, you basically, you just left. Like, I think it was like you left two months later or something. Maybe, like, it was by the next season. Because I think that you said you wanted, you were going to yeah, think about it leaving, was. you started coming here for work, some jobs. Yeah, it was like I was visiting here and I took a couple of projects out here. And then I came back to New York, then went home to Sydney for Christmas, mm -hmm. came, right. came back to L.A., went back to New York and packed a bag. Yeah. Good thing you didn't get married, man. Yeah. Good shit. Didn't get married. Yeah, didn't get married. Thank God. Yeah, that's so crazy. Yeah, I never... You're such a New York girl. Well, you're an Australia girl, but you're a New York girl. For sure. So I didn't even, like, when you said you were coming, I'm like, oh, okay. Sure. It was a shock to everybody. Yeah, and then you actually did it. That follow-through was super inspiring. You're one of the reasons I'm out here sitting here. I'm glad. In Hollywood, bitch. <laughs> I can see the Hollywood sign. <laughs> right? You can, I can see it. You know, it's, I'm going to take a picture of it. Um, the craziest shit is, like, I live right by the Statue of Liberty now, like I could, well, not like right by it, but it's about the same distance. Yeah, but you can see it. In the water. I'm like <laughs> mansplaining. It's in the water. <laughs> Jack. Because I've know? never seen it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you, you who, who's an artist, so you notice every fucking thing. <laughs> um, did you know that the Statue of Liberty was in the water by my house? <laughs> well, technically, it's on a man-made island. Um, <laughs> like, yeah. but that is in the water. Yeah. She's like flirting almost. She's like, hey, yeah, she got her, she's like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> I used to come home 
from the bar, like faded, just uh, chemical romancing. And I would be like, hey, like, hey. <laughs> what up, girl? <laughs> what up, girl? It's your girl. It's me again. Like, just here to sing. I would go and sing and shit. I'd be drunk. And there was, like, one guy. He looked like motherfucking Popeye the Sailor. Like, if Popeye was a Dominican dude in my neighborhood. And he would ride. He was old. And he would, like, have the Popeye hat on. And he'd have a bike and all his fishing gear. And he would go to the pier and... I mean, not even pleasant or no shit. Like, that's why I said Popeye. He wasn't friendly. <laughs> you know, you speak to him, he just, like, looks at you. But I would see him there, and I would pull up, and he would ride his bike and be, like, mad at me because I'm in his spot. And I'd be like, hey. And I'd be, like, rolling joints and shit. It's cool to be sitting here in Hollywood. Like, you moved to Hollywood. I did. That's some very Hollywood of you. It's, like, technically Los Feliz, technically East Hollywood. It's outside of the crap of Hollywood, mm-hmm. which is good because center Hollywood is just... The Times Square of Hollywood? Yeah, you know, like Hollywood Boulevard near the Chinese theater. Yeah. All of that is a bit much for most people. I was going to stop there last night, but I was faded. So I was like, I just went to this event. It's like weed event. It was a fancy fucking weed party. <laughs> Sounds with right. all these beautiful people. How and Hollywood. I was like, oh, it was very Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> Hollywood. And, uh... Yeah, they had, like, a vegan taco truck and, like, a THC, um, what do you call it, cotton candy machines and stuff. I avoided that shit, but I was eating gummies. I didn't know that they had THC in them because they had all this candy out. So I was like, oh, this is a nice, this is a great party. (laughs) Like, (laughs) and munchies and water. They had, like, ice cold water with lemon. Nice. And just a really beautiful lady just giving people water. (laughs) It was the shit. And I'm there, so I, I ate those things, and I left, and I was like, like, ooh. And, but I almost stopped. I was like, ooh, I should get postcards. And then I was like, girl, stop it. That'll be a fucking nightmare. Oh, my God, you'd hate it. Yeah. While you're high, too? No. <laughs> oh, my God. And I didn't even know how much I ate. I had three of them. So I was like, yeah. I got back to the Airbnb and hit a wall. <laughs> you know, I was like, oh, my cousin came over. She's like, Oh, Dana. You know Dana. Yeah, She's know Dana. lit as fuck. She was like, um, you want to meet me out for wine? I'm thinking like, hell no. Nah. Like, I can't go anywhere. And she was like, I can come by there. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she brought wine and I was just like, you want snacks? She's like, no. Are you sure? I think I made pasta and shrimp. <laughs> like, twice. So, yeah. I enjoy, I enjoy it out here. So, how's Hollywood for you? Hollywood's a really weird place. Yeah. LA, I keep saying, is the weirdest place I've ever lived. Mm-hmm. Might be the weirdest town I've ever been to. Mm-hmm. Um, but I live here now, so I'm one of the weirdos, yeah. I guess. You fit right in. I fit right in. Because yeah. no one really is in here, I think. I think we're all just around. We're not in. Huh. What do you mean? Like, everyone, because LA is so spread out, you have to find, we keep telling each other, like, you have to find your tribe of people. And, okay. You know, so, like, I feel like no one's ever in. There's no in. Everyone's just in, like, pockets and groups, but no one's actually in. Okay. Everyone's around. Well, yeah, like, Andrew, I don't know if you know my friend Andrew Brown. You probably have, you have definitely seen him. He was, like, a Vaughn head musician, like, one of the janky dudes, you know, we with, one of the homies. <laughs> and he, um, he was saying how it's difficult to meet people because you're with, like, you're by yourself. Mm-hmm. Is it so? What do you do to meet people? I purposefully go out. Okay. So like, I'll go out. Um, I have a couple of friends here, 
that are pretty much down to do whatever. So I'll be like, hey, we should all go try out this karaoke spot. Or like, oh, cool. And we'll randomly meet people. Or if there's a networking event that one of us gets an invite to, we'll try to bring everybody oh, else. Yeah. And then, so all of us go and try to meet people. But I have to do it on purpose, yeah. with purpose. Yeah. Um, I'll try to network at least once a week. Mm-hmm. just to meet people in my industry or my field. That's a lot, 52 times a year. I know. That's a lot. It's a lot. It's exhausting, mm-hmm. but it's beneficial and it's good. I've had to force myself to do that because mm-hmm. I do actually have social anxiety. Oh, but don't we all? It's like, mm-hmm. I have to be like, Well, hey, not Jack, all of us, but I get it. You know, you have to pep talk yourself sometimes and be like, okay, you just got to get out of the like house. Like Issa Rae? Yeah. I do that shit at parties. <laughs> Except like, I don't rap in my mirror. I listen. I try. I'm very bad. You, though, are a very beautiful singer. Oh, thank you. You are. Like, so you, speaking of karaoke, so you, the last time I was here, I don't think it was the last time I was here, but the time before that. Yeah, the time before. Uh, you're like casually, hey, you want to like come over? Because you're actually one of my best friends, so we talk and shit yeah. and all the time. You know all my business. I know all your business. <laughs> you know, I'm really happy you're here. We get it. Yeah, you'll be here. We'll do this shit sometime. Anyway, so you're like, come over. Um, I don't even know if you mentioned karaoke. No, it was accidental. Yeah, just come <laughs> through. You know, what are you up to? Come over, right, have cool. drinks. Yeah, like, oh, and then we'll you said some of your friends know. were going to come. Like, yeah. oh, they, my friends invited themselves over. It's going to be great. I'm like, hell yeah, I'm going to meet some cool West Coast kids. You know, I was nervous because I didn't know anybody. That, they were, like, the first group of people I knew. Yeah. So my introduction was so fucking Hollywood. <laughs> Y'all asses <laughs> were over the top. You were, it was karaoke night. Um... Can you tell me about your karaoke night, please? It was well, epic. Well, is that normal? Uh, um, for my group, I think it is. Well, I think LA is a really karaoke place. Because, so, you know, like back in New York, you'd find like Sing Sing or anywhere down St. Mark's. Yeah. And like there'd be a handful of Broadway singers just around. And right. you'd hear like a, a few of them here yeah. and there. But then generally, you, they're mostly like drunk college kids that are out, right? Uh-uh. Here, I feel like. 90% of the singers that go to karaoke can actually sing. Oh, they're there to show the yeah, fuck off, they, you bitches. They sang. They don't sing. Yeah, they sang. They sang. Yeah. And, um, like, I have a couple of friends that host karaoke nights oh. in bars and stuff, and they have singers come out, mm-hmm. and they're all phenomenal. They're all just, like, workshopping songs and performing. But so okay. my group of friends, I'm, like, the one who's not the performer in this group. You were showing out, girl. Right, because I like to sing. You but then all of us would just get up and sing and just pour our hearts into it. Even when we do karaoke nights at, like, Break Room 86 or, like, somewhere in K-Town, like a karaoke spot, we'll legit take over the room and it will be massive and epic. You can ask anyone that knows me that we throw an epic like, karaoke night. Jack yeah, show. it is. It's like we love a karaoke night. So I pull up. <laughs> y'all motherfuckers had me tripping because... It was like me and my cousin, yeah. and then you. There were um, I don't remember people's names, it but was, I remember there was like your roommate. Yeah. So Josh, Mary Lynn, uh-huh. Mary Isaiah, Lynn, Isaiah, Kasura. She was visiting him, mm-hmm. and then my other friend Richard stopped by. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it was really random. It was a lot, and then me and Dana. So it was like yeah. a full house, and you're like, oh yeah, karaoke, whatever. And then I think the song that we came in on was. Did you guys start it already? I think that you had just started it when I got there. I don't think we started. I think you were here when we started. Oh, yeah, because I remember you, I remember being amazed that you guys knew songs already. Like, you were like, oh, no, this song. And then you sang um, 
Everyone's singing. They were all killing it. It was dope. I was like, whoa, this is crazy. All those harmonies were great. Y'all were harmonizing. <laughs> Y'all were harmonizing, like, for real. I was, like, so impressed. But then my the highlight, two highlights of that night. You sang that song with Lady Gaga oh, and Bradley Cooper. And now I hadn't seen A Star Is Born yet. I've Well, the old ones I saw. They're my jam. I love Judy Garland. But uh, I hadn't seen the, that film at all. And you guys sang uh, Shallow. Yes. Oh, my God. And I never heard you sing. You sounded like a fucking angel. I was sitting next <laughs> to you, staring at you, like, with my mouth wide open. And Dana's like, you didn't know your friends could sing? I was like, no. I had no clue that she sang like that. Like, that. That was beautiful. Thank you. Y'all were showing out? It was funny, because, yeah, my friend Will came by later, and then Keith came by off to him. And they had both talked about going to watch A Star Is Born. So Josh and I were singing Shallow, and we've never really sung it before. We just thought we'd, we that should. That was the first time? Yeah, basically. What? Like, cause we, oh. we, like, we'd sing it around the house occasionally, but I never, like, actually learned it. Um, and then we just sang it that day, and then Keith was like, oh, I'm going to go see Star is Born tomorrow, because you guys sang that. Yo, and, <laughs> and you were did. like, um, I did too. I didn't see it that day, but maybe the following day. Right. Like, you were like, it was such a Lady Gaga week for me. I was like, I gotta see it in Hollywood. <laughs> Y'all sang the song, and I didn't, and I don't have a fucking TV, so I don't even see any advertising. I don't know. Right. I just knew for the last two years that I've been waiting for A Star Is Born to come out, because I keep seeing it in blogs, like, oh yeah, they're shooting, and I'm like, yes! <laughs> you know, I'm like refreshing the old ones and shit. And, man, y'all really, it was crazy. And then, like, I went to see it. I was like crying. Crying. Ugly know? crying. Yes. And uh, I went to Steakhouse with Dana and my cousin Jada. Oh, you know Jada. You met yeah. Jada. We shot with her. And uh, there was like, it was the most Hollywood shit ever. First of all, the city was on fire. It was like, yes. <laughs> I couldn't even sing. I was like, I can't barely talk. Yeah. And, uh, we went to this Steakhouse in the, in the house band. They sang that song. Oh, nice. And the girl was killing it. That's awesome. But you was better than her. Oh, thanks, girl. You know, but I was like, this is, I was like, what is happening in LA? LA <laughs> loves this damn movie. It was Love. everywhere. It was the most Hollywood movie that came out. Well, right. Like, yeah. The most. That was crazy. It was really fun to be here. And, you know, then I was like, I got to go see it here. Like, I need to see it here. And I did go see it. And I was like, oh, I know the song now. Because <laughs> you said to me, like, oh, you don't know the song right now? You'll know it. Yeah. Oh, you'll know it later. It was, because it was, like, all over the radio. People kept overplaying it. I don't listen to the radio. I'm like a fucking, like, uh, Patrick from Spongebob living under <laughs> fucking rock. Like, I didn't even, I just knew that it was coming out. I didn't have any real reference. And then sometimes I read the blogs, but that's what I'll sound. So, yeah, thanks for introducing me to that Yeah, shit. of course. And yeah. the soundtrack was dope. Yeah. So I just had that on repeat for, like, two weeks straight, I think. <sighs> so... <laughs> So damn good. So what's good in LA? What do you, what do you, why'd you come out here? Um, came out here to make content, mm -hmm. which I hate saying. It's okay. <laughs> like, I think we have to, we have to, um, like, I hate saying, we have to, like, embrace, embrace the term because it's hard to say, like, movies or shows or media mm -hmm. because you're making all of them at this point. Like, you right. know, I'm a producer and a director, so I write stuff, I create stuff, so. The easiest thing to say is I create content because sometimes it's like an influencer video or mm -hmm. it's a feature film or it's a short or it's a digital series mm -hmm. or it's a music video. So I originally came out 
to produce music videos. Mm -hmm. And then it ended up being not my favorite thing to do logistically. It's more fun on the directing creative side, but production wise, it's not fantastic. Mm -hmm. Um, But I love the products we came up with, but I ended up moving into like more digital series work and, you know, narrative content. Mm-hmm. So, what's narrative content? Like anything with a storyline. Okay. You know? Anything. So like, that's like it, an it could be yeah, it could be a short film, it could be a TV series, it could be a feature movie. Like oh, that's the shit. Anything that has yeah a storyline running through it is narrative. So I've been moving more into that world because I prefer to tell stories. Yeah. yeah. There. Yeah. So you can do stuff with like an airline or something. Or and st- it will still tell a story. You know. Yeah, and then tell a story. Oh, that's dope. That's really cool. Yeah. Has it, well, so um, I just want you to tell me, like, about New York. Like, why'd you, what was that moment where you were like, first of all, I'm stoned as fuck. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Chi Jin Jong, like, is it cool? But, like, you wanted to come out here. What was the catalyst for that? Um, I think I was in New York for, what, 12 years? Mm-hmm. And... I had done film for a while and production design for a while and moved into creative direction, event production, DJing. I had a fitness company. I had clothing line. I did all the things you do in New York. Um, Any artist would do in New York. They just hustle, right? Mm -hmm. And I think there came a point where I was like, oh, I'm not really making movies anymore. I should probably start getting back into production. So Mm -hmm. I started reaching out to people and getting hired on sets and working crews again for about a year and a half and then I realized I went to this um this this pilot that I produced got into a festival mm-hmm. in Vermont the what's IT, the name of the it? ITV fest oh okay yeah. cool so I went out there and I met the best of people so my half of my network here in LA is from that festival oh that's the shit which is awesome so going out there was freaking amazing and um I freaking loved it and it kind of pushed me to reach out and kind of go outside of what I knew and outside of my comfort zone and push boundaries. And I was like, well, you know, I'm going to be visiting L.A. anyway. Mm-hmm. So I might as well reach out to these people that I've met. And we ended up making a couple of cool things. And, oh, that's dope. And I was like, oh, this might be a cool thing for me to go do for a while. Like, I never thought I'd end up in L.A. in, like, a permanent way. But I thought, you know what, I need a switch. I need a big shakeup in my life. Mm-hmm because I've had so many issues in the past few years prior to mm-hmm. moving, that I was like, well, you know what? I've dealt with all of that. I've lived through all of that. Might as well just shake up my own life and make a move. That's the shit. Yeah. And you out here in Hollywood. I'm out here. You out here in Hollywood. And you're, it's, this block is wild cute. Like, um, <laughs> about building across the street, it looks like so... It's so weird, right? Fucking weird. It, it looks, looks like it's made of candy. It or, does. <laughs> right. You're right. I was looking like, what is it about you that I like? Yeah, it's oh, like, it's, it's colorful and it's old. It's like, kind of falling apart, but it's yeah. charming. It's charming. Yeah. Well, like, a lot of the, the older places, like my building is was made in like 1928 or some shit. Oh, yeah. Your building is so dope. Yeah. Because it's, yeah, it's, it is weird. It is weird. It looks like a little bit New York, like a little bit yeah. like one of those old Harlem apartment buildings. Right. Super ornate. Like yeah. it's in the detail. There's right. like a lot of nice detail. Exactly. And there's like yeah. a roof deck and it's cute, but a lot there of There is. Yeah. We can go up there. We can go up there. Ooh, we can we go totally up there. can. Too bad the sun's not super shiny today because uh, the sun sets really dope from the roof. Nice. But it's cute. Um, but yeah, a lot of the old buildings here have been around since the 20s and 30s. Yeah. And they're freaking adorable. What neighborhood is this? Los Feliz. Well, Los technically, Feliz. I like to call it the Bermuda Triangle because I have, I'm have i in between Los Feliz, Little Armenia, and Thai Town. Oh, okay. 
Okay. Right. I'm okay. in like this one street that exists in between those three neighborhoods. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'm like just above East Hollywood. So it's like this really weird hodgepodge of oh, a street. Cool. Yeah. It's like um the the people are super diverse over here. Yeah, you have families, you have artists, you know, it's it's really interesting. Mm-hmm. All walks of life. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's the shit. So do you miss New York? Every day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I mean, I think I miss New York because, like, in L.A. you can't walk as much. Yeah. And when you do walk around, you don't see as much stuff as you do in New York. Yeah. Like, in New York, you could walk a block and you'll – you done all your grocery shopping and you picked up those pair of pants you've been eyeballing for like three weeks and yeah, like yeah, you yeah, can yeah. like literally get anything you want <laughs> you in a block. You can haggle like crazy. And you can haggle and you can yeah. go to the bank and like you yeah. know stop by the deli and pick up flowers. I don't know. You yeah, can do all those yeah. things. Here it's like a the sandwich in a bag with can, a coffee in a bag. Exactly. I just want a sandwich. Sometimes I just want to go to the bodega at 11pm yeah. and go get a sandwich and a bag of chips. Yeah. And I'm like that does not exist Oh no. Here. Yeah. Like you would just Seven Eleven or something. Yeah, Seven Eleven. That that I mean, no, that ain't the sandwich. Like you want a, a no, deli. like I want a deli. You're sandwich. like, can I get a vegetarian sandwich with uh, pepper jack, lettuce, tomato, pickles, like super fresh. Yeah, yeah, like, on like a hero. On a yeah. hero, <laughs> Italian dressing on the side, right. and hot mustard. Exactly. You can't get that here. No. It's like because you know. When I was living in New York, I would spend a lot of time in the South Bronx, and I could just go to the bodega on the corner at mm. 3 a.m. Mm. Be like, you know, I'm just craving. I've been out DJing all night. I want to come home and be like, I want like a turkey sandwich with yeah. like full salad, like everything. I can't do that here. Yeah, the, but you know what is them bomb ass sandwich spots is them Vietnamese donut shops out here. Oh, so good. They are they do great everything. great sandwiches, they especially sure breakfast sandwiches, yeah. and they do fresh juice. As yeah. well, but then also try it. If you go at the end of the day, guys, go at the end of the day and they will give you donuts <gasps> for free. Oh, so if you go, one around here, <laughs> yeah, of course. But if you go and you go order a sandwich, say you go there at like 5 p.m., okay. go get a sandwich and a juice or a coffee because they also do dope coffee at Vietnamese sure spots, right? Yeah, um, and then they'll be like, Oh, you want a donut? and they'll give you like two donuts for free. Yes, <laughs> yes, please, because I need to get rid of it always. Yeah, I went into one place, I got a sandwich the other, like yesterday day before day before and that it was like the lady first of all she's loud as fuck she was like outside sweeping she had her baby and the baby's like one two maybe in a diaper barefoot running around like hey what can i get for you i was like that's your baby and she's like yeah it's my baby i was like your baby's so pretty <laughs> she was like oh thanks yeah she's a, he's a handful i'm like this little baby lives here so she hooked my <laughs> shit up you know and uh she, she was like, she doesn't know how old I am, that I'm 100. She was like, oh, you have plenty of time, you know. Yeah. I was like, oh, oh, God bless you, lady. I'm older than you, but thank oh, you. Oh, when people say that, mm. it's cute. Oh, when I get ID'd, I'm like. Mm. Oh, my God. I got hit on by an 18-year-old. Ooh. Oh, that was cute. Oh, you're like, yep. you just so, still have that joy in your eyes. You just run cute. with that. I will. I run will. with it. I'll take it. I'm okay you know? with it. <laughs> My, my body doesn't feel that way. But <laughs> Wake up feeling haggard as fuck. I'm like, oh, my back. <laughs> Every day. I'm like, oh, why can't my arms live straight? <laughs> I met this guy last night who was a contortionist. Oh, my God. He like, so he was, like, standing there with us, like, just flexing his shit, like, bending his arms back. Like, yeah, I do this shit. I don't know. I just learned how to do it, like, 10 years ago. I was like, what? <laughs> you learned how to, you know, the rotator cup, da-da-da. I was like, man. And you're like, no thanks. Nah, 
Like an arthritis. He's on American you? Got Talent. Oh, shit. Yeah. He, I was like, good. That's dope. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> Let me see. What the, what's this kid's name? I'm going to find him. Oh, that's dope. I was like, this is... But, like, you have to be born with some of that, right? I know. Because, I was like, like, what you mean? You, you just can't just it. learn. I'm sure that he had that flexibility and then he learned certain moves. Because contortionists are, like, born with a genetic, almost, a, I don't want to say defect, but it is technically. My mother used to tell me that because I used to lose all my talent shows to contortionists. <laughs> <laughs> That's not fair. I know, because it's like, oh, they're really flexible and it's a talent. So this is him right here. Oh, my God. I'm going to put it up on Instagram, too, when I drop this episode. Because y'all got to see it. It's wild. <laughs> um, yeah. Look at this kid. His name's Frenchie. Frenchie Baby? Frenchie Baby. Yeah, he's on America's Got Talent. He's cute. Yeah. Is he flexing his thing? Not yet. Hang on. He's showing his apparel line. Oh, wait. He's talking. I, I should have looked at that. Let's find a better one. Oh, where we go? Oh, he's one of those. Yeah, like, you know. No, see, you have to be born with the ability to move your body that yeah, way. Yeah, he's, like, got his arms folded behind his back it's something twice. Because it's something with the cartilage and the joint that's, like, I don't know. He's drinking bottled water. Come on, get some some doctor come comment on my... On my <laughs> hey, doctor, <laughs> on reach out to <laughs> us at constancepatent.org slash edu. Tell us what it is exactly that is up with the contortionist that allows them to move their body that way. What's the medical term? No clue. We got to know. Tell us. Next week. <laughs> Dial in. Oh, here's the doctor right now. <laughs> Special guest, welcome. Uh, Let us know. We want to we wanna know. Yeah, he was very casual about it. And I'm sitting there at this, it was at the, the, the party with all the herb, and I'm like, I don't know if I should have said that, but whatever, I said it. But it's at that party, and I'm like, Stone, like, is this for real? Like, okay. It was dope, though. Really mm. cool. Yeah, LA is dope. I'm really, I'm happy you came out here so I yeah. can come see so you. So you can come room. visit. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, girl, I'm about to be out there. But yeah, we're working on some projects together, too. Yes. Yeah, so this is one. And we're working on the travel show that I've been starting to tease out. Um, you... You put it together. Like, you actually put it together. Like, I had the, I was already making the content, <laughs> but, like, the day where I was like, okay, let's shoot. Like, you pulled those shoots together. Yeah. And thank you. They look dope. So, that'll be out. Wink, wink. Soon. So, yeah. So, um, I was really impressed because I'm just, like, we're homies. So, yeah. we don't see each other in the day-to-day, -day, like, your job and stuff. So, it was really cool to see you in your element. Like, from the moment I pulled up, you were like with your sunglasses, hair up, ready to fucking work. And you had a whole crew. I did. Is that the crew that you met when you were? No, actually, um, that crew was just, this is, a, I've never actually worked with them in okay. like that capacity before. Oh, cool. um, I mean, I worked with Mary Lynn. Um, she, I did meet her hi, at Mary ITV. Lynn. Hey girl, hi. I did meet her at ITV. Okay. Shout out to Mary Lynn because she's dope. She's dope as fuck. Um, yeah, so her and I met, and she does production, and she's a really great coordinator, producer, mm -hmm. all-around badass. Mm -hmm. She just moved out here from New York last year as well. Right, yeah. So she's got that East Coast hustle about her, which I really enjoy. Yeah. So she wanted to come on board and learn more um, hands-on practical work. Mm -hmm. So I was like, if you wanted to come shoot, like, B-cam yeah. on this thing, you can. And she's like, I would love to. So she just came on board and... 
came and shot with that us. That was really cool. Which was really nice. It was very official. It was great. It, it felt yeah. good, and she got some really cool footage for us, and mm-hmm. it's cut in really well. And then Isaiah, who is an amazing LA-based photographer, mm-hmm. you know, he's been trying to get into some video work, and um, he's basically like me, but a boy. Oh. So it's really easy to work with a him and boy. communicate him. Mm-hmm. Like a real boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I'm like a tomboy. A he's like a real boy. Uh, he's <laughs> and he's like super talented and yeah. has this amazing aesthetic and an amazing eye uh-huh. and has been a really great yeah, person beautiful. to know. So he's he came on board and just was like, yeah, well, sh- I'll shoot with you guys. And it ended up being awesome. Yeah, it was actually really dope. Yeah. yeah so we had like three cameras and we did a thing. It was official. I talked <laughs> so much. Yeah. We did a thing. Yeah, it was cool. And then my cousin Jada is an artist mm. and creator. She like, she took us on a tour. Yeah, of LA. And she's beautiful. Oh my god, <laughs> she's so pretty. She's so pretty, like pretty, like pretty, 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 pretty. Jada, we were watching the edits today, and we were talking about how you look like a doll. Yeah, and a brat's doll. Like a brat's doll. It's literally what you said. Yeah. And she was like, you know, when you're a little playing with a brat's doll, I was like, <gasps> I said it. Yeah, you <laughs> called it, girl. You're a psychic. <laughs> yeah, <I'm> a psychic. <laughs> you a psychic. <laughs> Oh, uh, that's the shit. So that's cool. So you're, um, can you tell me about where you come from? Yeah, like, like the whole shebang. Yeah. Okay. Um, I am. I I'm was gonna get some whiskey, but I'm listening. Do it. I w- I was born in the Philippines, and then I moved to Sydney, Australia, when I was like a year and a half old, with my family. And, I mean, I was there for 18 years until I moved to New York. So. It was it was definitely a really interesting upbringing, being the random Filipino kid in a neighborhood. Like I went to a school that was predominantly Vietnamese and Lebanese. What? And then yeah, which was Catholic school. It was very strange. Okay. And then and then um, moved to an all girls Methodist school, and that was weird. And I was bullied after a lot. After being in a Catholic school. Mm-hmm. Because it was an exclusive, really good school, and my mom wanted me to have the best education. Oh, hey, mom. So <laughs> shout, out shout out to mom, <laughs> moms who moms. put us, oh, yeah. all of the moms who put us into really good schools, um, and my mom and your mom. Yeah, but she, you know, she always supported me. Your mom is super supportive. Yeah, totally. So like, shout she out to all put us in good schools. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to all the moms who are really supportive. There we go. No, but that's the shit. She put you in a good ass yeah. school, so it wasn't about like, she wasn't like about. Jesus like that. Well, no, not to say it she was or wasn't. Yeah, but it wasn't like it wasn't a, a I'm putting you thing. in Catholic school for religious purposes. Mm-hmm. She put me in Catholic school because it was like the next the best, best thing until she could get us into a better school. Yeah. And then I moved into a different school. <clears throat> and then that ended up being amazing because I learned so many things. And I was a competitive athlete and I was a performer there. But I did get bullied a lot over there too. Yeah. So I ended up leaving for performing arts Is it, was it, why did you get bullied? Um... I never really found out everything, uh, but I was bullied from about seven years old till now. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> like, man. Like, you I tell was, me who she is. I'll, <laughs> I'll beat a bitch up. I'll I, take one day I know. in jail and I'll beat <laughs> to, to a beat bitch this, up. To beat her up, yeah. Just, I mean, I, I, I'm, one girl, I, tend, I figure I just tend to be a, real, a target for bullying because I was so open. Um, and I'm, I generally used to just talk to anybody and everybody, and I learned, I did, did actually confront my childhood bully at one point, and I did ask her many years later, like, why she acted that way or why she would give me issues, because I had never been, I, ne- I never did anything to her to make her act that way. Mm-hmm. I'd understand if I was, like, actually reckless, but I wasn't. I was always a really sweet kid. 
Um, but she just said, you know, she was just jealous because I was. I figured. Yeah. I was new and I made friends with all her friends You're and I. Pretty, and it was yeah, that was a thing. It's like they were jealous because I like did a bunch of activities and was decent at it, and then. Yeah. I made a lot of friends and they hated that. So yeah. it, there were like rumors about me. People Ooh, like pulled pranks like on me and I'm oh. just like, yeah, it, it's been interesting. That was how school, I was kind of bullied, but more psychological. Cause one of my like fuck with me physically, mm-hmm. you know, but it was definitely like yeah. some mean girl shit. Mean girl stuff. It yeah. was like emotionally traumatizing mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. It was a bummer. Rumors, yeah. all this weird shit. Yeah. That shit sucked. But also, I'm like, oh, but I don't, you know, it's just part of it. I think if you have energy, now I just am like, oh, you talking about me? <laughs> oh, you don't like me? Mm, you were thinking, like, I'm like, give me, give me attention. It's funny now that's because fine. people, people are afraid of me now. So I think that's really You're a funny. fucking badass. Because you people are like, face. I know people are like so intimidated because I have like resting bitch face and I don't, yeah, I'm do. not automatically like. It's beautiful. Thank you. It's You've not cultivated o- it. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. But I'm not that person that's automatically like trying to be friends with everybody. Right. So people are like, she seems like a bitch, but then they get to know me in like within three minutes, like, you're so nice. Oh, yeah. yeah and I'm like, why are you surprised by the fact that I'm nice? <laughs> so that's interesting oh, now. Thanks. I'm like, cool, I don't really care <laughs> whether or not you think I'm nice. That's crazy. So <laughs> you so you were born in the Philippines. Mm-hmm. Do you remember like do you have early memories? Because you stay there until... No, I was only a year and a half old, so oh, I girl. don't remember anything. And then I... But oh. I would visit every year. So my okay. grandmother would bring me home and, like, she'd, you know, send send for us, basically. Okay. And so we'd go visit, and I grew up with my cousins during the school holidays nice. and stuff, which was so awesome. So you have, like, kind of those memories. Mm-hmm. Of which I loved. I'm like, I lo- every time I go home to the Philippines, I'm, like, super excited. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. So when, 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 why'd your parents leave? Um, really bad political climate. Okay. Um, and it was really dangerous, so they didn't feel like they should stay there. Okay. So, and because they had, my dad's brother moved to Sydney and was able to sponsor us to come over. Oh, that's cool. So he was like, if you wanted to come here. And so my parents were like, yeah, let's, let's try a life in Australia. They seem to be doing well, so. That's the shit. That's like, yeah, because. Uh, when I met you, I was like, oh, you just look like my mom. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, you're a light-skinned black girl, like my yeah. mom. Like you know? a lot of people think. <laughs> I just thought you were mixed, like, literally. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, okay. Oh, yeah, I have another friend, Leah, who's, um, she's Filipina. She's she's from Seattle, though. She's dope as fuck. She's so cool. Uh, we met at the new school. Oh, cool. Me and Leah. We were both in a French class because we were dating boys who spoke French. So we were like, <laughs> gonna learn French. I was in a French class at the new school too. Yeah. A four hour intensive class yeah. every week or some shit. Yeah. It was, ours was like two hours, but I basically like, we just locked eyes, you know, we're like, hey girl, <laughs> let's practice, you know? So we were just like, we're like, yeah, my boys, her boy's name was Nino and I had Yanji and they were like, they sucked, you know, but they were like, <laughs> but they were French boys. and they're pretty. Like, oh, they're beautiful. <laughs> like, poly français. And I used to be like, Yon, speak, speak French with me. He'd be like, I hate French. Because he's African. He's like, I fucking hate. And I was like, dude, I'm trying to learn the thing. And we all broke up. But so me and Leah came out as friends. <laughs> yeah, because me and you, you went to the school too, but we didn't go there at the, the same time. time. Oh, we were there at the same time. We never met each other. And you graduated a year before me mm-hmm. or something. Yeah. A couple of years before I me. think, yeah, I think it was a year, mm, I don't know, girl. Yeah. A year or two. Yeah. Yeah, you was fucking with that dude from Detroit. <laughs> what? <laughs> hey, 
He introduced us. He actually did so. introduce us. So thank you. You're not whack. <laughs> um, no, he was cool. He just, yeah, he kind of was weird. But yes. you're entitled to be weird. Yeah. That's fine. I mean, well, weird. <laughs> it's that's fine. I'm wearing like '90s cargo <laughs> jeans right now. <laughs> that are like sweeping the floor. They are so dirty. Like at the bottom, it's like step through. Well, thanks for cleaning my floor for me. Yeah, girl. Anytime. <laughs> I'm a fucking mop. I know. Like, but that shit's back in. Like that '90s vibe. Never my lost sister, it. who is 21. She lives in Paris, and she messaged me the other day, so and she's like, dope. right? And she's like, I have a 90s karaoke party that I need to have an outfit for. Give me outfit ideas. And I was like, any one of the Spice Girls. That's oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My first response, because then good. you could see any kind of style, Ooh, you know? And yeah. she was like, sporty Spice, here I come. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> right? Like, you probably have the shit already. Right, and yeah. then cut to two days later, she messages me, and she's in like, she's like, okay, I have found this really cool sweater, and it's like block colors, like very fresh yeah. prints, very Cosby, like totally. super dope, right? Primary colors. Yeah, there, like yeah. TLC back in the day, yeah. like left eye shit, you know. Uh, I miss her. And I know. Right? I miss her. Uh, and so she sent me that, and she went to a thrift store and found some overalls. And I was like, yes. Yep. Yes. Take one side down. Take one side down, yeah. cuff up a leg. Yeah. Like, where, And she's like, what do I do with my hair? And like backwards cap, hoop earrings. You're sorted. Uh, scrunchy. Yeah. <laughs> she's, she's got short hair. She can't tie it up yeah, right now. Backwards cap. But yeah, I was like, in like, if in doubt, backwards cap, hoop earrings, you're yeah. fine. Yeah, you're done. Red and I was stick. like, wait, this is so dope. That outfit's so dope. <laughs> like, she looks in your so dope. Closet, like, uh, I think I got some. I actually own all of those things. Yeah, you do. I think you had an overall last time I saw you. Yeah, I normally wear 90s, 80s, and 90s things. Well, because it's that's what we grew up wearing. It's right. not that you're wearing 90s things. No. You're dressing up how, how you I always want dress. Oh, like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm dressing up as I did when I was you're five. Being yourself, you know. <laughs> I wear like I straddle. I love fashion. <laughs> My fucking dirty jeans. <laughs> Sorry, I'm in sweatpants. We're all good folks. Um, I got yeah. My five dollar like Walmart's fucking flip flops. But um, yeah, like I feel like I'm wearing either I'm dressed over the top like a goddamn like a like a literal. Queen right, some right, right. far off right. hood land. Hood land. Yeah, like the land of all the black weirdos, <laughs> the goddess of smoking blunts and, you know, pouring you Hennessy <laughs> <laughs> with like a bendy and shit. Or I'm like, this. What is this? Yeah. Just. Listen, but accessories, you always accessorize even if you're I in do, yeah. Whatever. You gotta though. Yeah, no, for real. It yeah. was like, I'm always, if I'm not over the top dressed, I'm in sweatpants. Yeah. I'm always in sweatpants and like a tank top. I don't really wear sweatpants. I bought some sweatpants from Nike like recently. Oh, I buy boys sweatpants from like the Army Surplus store. Oh, yeah. Are, but you know what? I don't really wear them. But then I bought, I bought them some from the school that I used to work at. They had a fundraiser and they had like sweats and shit. And the principal's like, you want some sweats? I'm like, yes. And then I brought them like to Michigan with me and I put them on and I was like, whoa. This shit, I forgot. Like, I've worn them so it's long. It's so comfy. They're so comfortable. Bobby, I just, I try to dress up a lot just because it makes me, you know what it is? I get, like, social anxiety. Like, probably, like, we talked about. Mm -hmm. We all do. Maybe not all of us, but if you get it, you know, we but especially, <laughs> like, if you got to, you're, like, a public person and yeah. you got to do stuff. So sometimes I'll dress up because I feel like I'm hiding. <laughs> I'll be like, 
I'm just going to layer shit on and be this other person. Oh, it's so much easier to yeah. do that. And go in the bathroom with my wine, slam that shit. And I'm like, girl, you popping. Yeah. You're in here. Look at you. You're in here. You're like a little girl from Detroit. You're like up in yeah. here. We got this. You're going to go out here. And then I'll go out. Oh, my God. I'm just like. And you're a different persona. Yeah. That's how I feel. And then I'll just go pick the prettiest woman and go talk to her. Yeah. And I'll be like, hi. <laughs> my name is Constance. I don't know what to tell you. And yeah. then usually, you know, I find, like, people probably are nervous, too. So it just, I've met a lot of cool people by doing that. Yeah, I've done that you as know. well. Just, like. The pep talk? Yeah. What do you say? Well, I normally do it while I'm in the Uber ride over to the event. Oh. And I'll just be like, well, normally. Out loud? No. Okay. Although sometimes it's really interesting. I've given more pep talks to Uber drivers than I have to myself um, since moving to LA, which is really interesting. Because they're all writers and Because they're all, yeah, they're all writers, actors. I've met a couple of audio engineers, mm. musicians, um, psychologists. I've met oh, like okay. some people that are trying to do really interesting things, mm-hmm. and they're, but they're just, you know, making side income right now. Yeah. And they always, they're always too scared to make the move or like, do something full time or try this project it's or go. Scary. And then I kind of just end up talking to them and it turns into this massive pep talk. They try to get my information to stay in touch, to keep me posted on stuff. And so within doing that, it kind of peps me back up because mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I have some kind of power that I can hand to somebody else mm-hmm. and be like, here, I'm giving you some of some good energy so you can believe in yourself to be better and, mm-hmm. and understand that you're worth all the time you all the time you want to give into whatever craft you have, right? Yeah. And it's like, whenever I hear, when I say it and I'm hearing myself say it and I'm like, oh, Jack, you know, you can do that too. You're talking to yourself. <laughs> you're like, like oh. actually looking in the rear view mirror. Yeah. I'm like, you, you got this. And I'm like, at least you, you look you fly, doing. you know? Like, you look so good. Like, like, you already look good. Just get out of the car and you got it. And so like the second I step out of the car, I'm already a different like person. Plus you just made a power move on their ass. You know, exactly. Okay. <laughs> so you write stuff. You write movies. I write stuff. Let's role play. <laughs> so I'm an Uber driver. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to take you to Issa Rae's party. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't know that you're coming, but she kind of heard your name. Like she, 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 she turned you down for a job, but she also returned your email. Which is nice. Ooh, she knows your name. Thank you. Hey. Hi, Issa Rae. Girl. Okay, so I'm the Uber driver. I'm about to pick you up outside. Um, my name is Sally. Okay, honk, honk. You have two minutes to get in the car. <laughs> Before they start charging You got me. two minutes. All right, I get in the car. I'm like, hey, Sally, how's it going? You for Jacqueline? Uh, my name's Sally. Yeah, you Jack? Okay, great. Um, oh, good. Um, this is internal. Great, she doesn't have on headphones, so I can talk to her. She doesn't have the universal... <laughs> Don't talk to me. <laughs> Don't talk to me, Signal. <laughs> oh, oh, Jack, cool. Where are you going tonight? Oh, I'm just going to this event. Um, not really sure what to expect. It's some, like, industry party, I guess. Oh, what? Where? <laughs> what industry? Like, uh, I'm, like, I make movies and TV shows and stuff. I'm producer. Oh, for real? Yeah. Dang. Man, I used to want to be a producer. Why aren't you one? Well, you know, I started, I started doing some stuff. Like, I started writing some stuff down, like, um... You know, like post-it notes and shit. They're just kind of around my apartment, just all over my apartment. And you haven't done anything with them? Well, I made it wallpaper. Which them. is kind of cool. You should Pinterest that. Mm. Do you have Pinterest? What is that? Like, it's this app, and it's mm. kind of like you can save things that you like that look cool, but there's lots of home decoration stuff mm. and, like, fashion and stuff. No. It's really cool. 
I mean, I'll look into it, I guess. Yeah, you'll look into it. You know, that's cool. So, like, um, can I come to this party with you? If I had a plus one, I would totally bring you. Really? But I can't because I'm basically someone else's plus one. They're bringing um, me to it. How do I become a plus one? So, how do, like, how do you do it? Like, I'm, I got to make my money and stuff. I got this Uber, and I got three roommates, and I don't know what to do. Like, I'm... I'm driving my car around. I feel like I'm getting some stuff done with my post-it notes. But, like, I don't feel like I could do it. Like, I think I'm just going to be stuck driving this car. Well, how many hours a day do you Uber now? Probably, like, 12 or 11. And then do you Uber every single day, like, seven days a week? Or do you take weekends? I do, like, probably five days. Yeah, well, so on the other two days, what do you do? You go to, like, the gym, mm-hmm. hang out with your friends? What do gym. you do? No, I go to, <laughs> uh, I usually, like, write my post-it notes. Yeah. How much time do you dedicate to that? And then do you turn it into anything else? Like, are you writing a script? Are you mm. talking to people? Are you collaborating with anyone? No, that's a good idea, though. I never actually thought about yeah. putting it like, together. F- like, I usually find it really helpful to like have a group of people that are in the same field mm-hmm. and you know have them around and you stop talking about, talking your oh. ideas out loud so other people can kind of hear it oh. and then take notes from that and you'll like end up having like a brainstorming session and that's really mm. dope you know damn jack this has been <laughs> one of my favorite rides today i'm so glad um so like what's your phone number you want to get a beer one time <laughs> <laughs> Hey, why don't you take my Instagram? And scene. (laughs) (laughs) Yay. That is called improvisation. I hear that they have improv classes everywhere. Do you do improv? I used to. You did? Yeah, when I was a performer, yeah. When I was acting, yeah. Um, How'd I do? Did I yes and you? It was pretty good. Mm, Okay. Do you want to take an improv class? I'll go with you. Mm, Not really. It's pretty dope. I mean, I guess, like, I should be open to learning different stuff, but, like, I don't want to do that. You don't have to do that, but, but it's fun. I would, you know, I would be open to doing stuff with you, for sure. Yeah, if you want to go, I'll be like, I don't know. I wanted to go I've never tried anything like that, for sure. You should do it. I don't want to do it in New York, though. No. Do it here. Maybe I will. Because there are so many improv groups so what's that like Mm -hmm. like so if you're doing improv i just hear about it a lot like i hear about a lot of people doing it um the podcast i listen to i guess like a lot of people that are creating or acting and a lot of comedians like is that a rite of passage or some shit um i feel like there's a part of it that is that Mm -hmm. way i feel like if you're a theater person it's really imperative that you learn improv because a lot of the times things will hit you on the fly that you're not expecting and you have to just roll with it because, you know, in theater, you get one time to do it. Right. Yeah. So, like, if something isn't exactly how it was when you rehearsed it, how are you going to be on, like, on your <laughs> You can't feet? be like, hold on. Yeah, you're like, wait, you didn't say the line the same way or you missed that line. You just yeah. have to roll with it. So it's really great if you have anyone that has been trained in theater normally will have, like, an improv class or two under their belt. And I super recommend it as a filmmaker for like actors in film or just on camera actors to also do some improv courses just because the play time that you can have with the director mm-hmm. and the other actors, like it's a collaborative process. And if you know how to think quickly on your feet, 
you can make quick changes to things, you know, you're more open to whatever directions you're going to get from the mm-hmm. director. And like, it's really important to be able to do, I mean, not everyone does it, but I think it's really smart if you are an actor or a performer to have that under your belt. I should do it to, to be to like for my travel show. Do you think that would, I mean, it will help. It, it will help okay. because like, because people will throw you the weirdest scenarios mm-hmm. and you'll have to just, you have no choice but to run with it. Mm-hmm. So okay. it will be good for like, if you meet random people that you're not used to I communicating do. with. Yeah. It might be helpful. I okay. think, I think it's helpful if everybody really. I'll go to one with you. Okay. Next time you're here. Okay. We'll do an improv class and I'll we'll bring do. some of my friends. So we'll all like have a great time. And we'll talk about it again. And we'll talk we'll about tell it. tell you how it went. No, that's <laughs> dope. I'm kind of curious now that I'm here. Cause I never, you know, I'm like. You know, New York, L.A., that whole weird shit, like, I don't go to New York, or I don't go to L.A., that type of fucking thing. Like, you're that East Coast, West Coast, when really everyone's just creating shit. Those are kind of just the hubs where people are doing it, you know. So it's um, I'm interested in how, I don't know, just, like, trying new shit out, being uncomfortable, Yeah. you know. But, I, but out here, I hear a hell of people talk about improv. Yeah, improv, because everyone's an actor here. Right, so I guess I was going to talk about it. They're like, yeah, yeah. They're like, oh, which class are you going to? It's like, oh, I did that last summer. That's <laughs> crazy. So when did you start uh, acting and, and writing? Um, I started acting when I was nine, eight. Oh, yeah? Eight or nine. What was the first thing you acted in? A um, couple of local shows, like back home in Sydney, but I was in a production of Annie. Were you Annie? No, I'm oh. too brown to be Annie. <laughs> Yes. I mean, Annie's brown now, which is cool. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but, but I know. I, I tried off Annie. I didn't get it, but... but like, you know, back yeah. in the early 90s. There was no <laughs> way. They weren't even, like, playing. <laughs> like, this wasn't even a thing. I was in uh, The Wizard of Oz, and I was the lion. And I was like, come on, y'all. <laughs> Do better. Do better. Like, yeah. And I knew... And it was like, the, the Dorothy did not know her lines or anything. She sucked at it, but she was like, you know blonde or she had like brown hair blue eyes i'm like what is a play it's imagination yeah i did i did a wizard of oz play when i was like i think 12 what what part i was glinda the good witch oh and i wore my mom's like 80s puffy taffeta dress that she had that was really fun that sounds fun yeah that was fun um did you see wicked yes did you like twice i didn't really like it i liked i liked it a lot i love it a lot i like the music um, I liked it, but you just looked at me so mad. You just literally licked your lips at me. Like, oh, that's also because they're a bit dry at the moment. Okay. So I liked it, but, um, I couldn't see, like my eyes are fucking weird and I feel like I should have just had better seats because mm. where I was sitting, the, the theater at West side of the Pantages, it was like so dark. I saw it here in LA. It was oh, so, that's why. Yeah. I feel like you need to see Wicked on Broadway. Yeah. It was like, it was so dark in there and everything was so green that like by the intermission where they were like wilding out and they're in the Emerald City and everything's like green and they're spinning. And I like, was just like, whoa, like my yeah. eyes were just bugged <laughs> out and I was like closing them. Like I can't handle none of this shit at all. Yeah. I think you need to see it on Broadway because the beauty about seeing things on Broadway is that the theaters are so small. Yeah. Like. People don't know. They are, yeah. People don't know that the theaters are like tiny because yeah. they've been there forever. Mm-hmm. So they're not renovated. They can't. They're too old. Yeah. So they're just 
tiny and beautiful and you can see right you get a good seat like no matter where you are even if you have partial view you can still see things yeah i was bugging out and i always sit upstairs i don't like to sit on the ground Mm -hmm. because that way i can kind of see like a bird's eye view of how the stage works too oh yeah which i think is really interesting have you produced any theater um i directed a few off-broadway plays in new york that's Mm -hmm. as much as far as that's gone but i would love to produce theater shows because my dream used to be to be on broadway Okay. And that kind of went away when I started making movies. Right. So now I just want to produce something one day on Broadway. Okay. That'd be dope. Yeah. Um, yeah, I have like so many ideas for cool plays and stuff. Yeah. So. That's the shit. Yeah. Be You'll dope. do it. I will. One day. You'll I'll do, do it. it. But you're making horror films now. What's that about? I'm, yeah, How'd you fall into that creepy <laughs> I mean, goth shit? Okay, so I made my first horror film when I was at the new school. Okay. I, I had a class called um, like horror films or horror in films and it was like horror films throughout the decades Mm -hmm. and a horror as a medium and so I'm instead of writing a thesis because I didn't want to write a paper I shot a film instead and it was about your masters yeah no for my for my undergrad so just as my like we had a thesis at the end of like a like not really thesis but like a massive end of term paper Mm -hmm. and you had to like break down a film or like do some kind of commentary on Mm -hmm. whatever and I decided instead of doing that that I would just make a movie instead so instead of writing a paper that would have taken me a night I ended up shooting a film for five days (laughs) because I thought it would be better and so I cut together a trailer of this film it's like a vampire movie and um made it very 70s looking hey, that, that kind of style what's the name of it? adrian is, is it out you can find it somewhere no but i should put it out there it's like in my archives yeah but yeah i literally just submitted a trailer for this movie and like, that's crazy and it was fun we shot it super illegally in on like new york city subways like, I, like i'm good i have this you're looking so shiny it. thanks um, but yeah, so I mean, I, I've always liked horror movies, but I never, I only made one, but I have horror themes running in some stuff and I'm currently producing a horror psychological thriller called Bone Cold, which Can is really it? cool. Um, <laughs> this is the most Hollywood answer ever. Uh, I don't know. I no, had to like, look at like, can I be like a, just a, like a Can corpse? you be in the background? Yeah. Just All like, right, cool. In the back. I don't got to have a partner no shit like that. Yeah, I can put you in the background of a scene. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I just want to be like, can I be like an extra vampire or something? Well, this one's not about vampires. Oh, uh, okay. You'll be a real person. Just, okay. <laughs> You'll be a real person, As possibly in military. shit that I'm uniform, doing right in a, now. In like a military. I can wear that well. Yeah. Okay. You can tell me what it's about later. You want to tell me what it's about Oh, now? it's basically uh, um, two snipers lost in the woods in, in, of the Ukraine on a failed mission. Oh, and uh, during that time, when they when they realize that they're on a failed mission, they're being haunted by not only hunted down by the militia, the Ukraine militia, mm-hmm. as well as like some supernatural monster being mm-hmm. in the woods. Wow, that sounds very scary. It is really fun. We have a little trailer that we've cut together so far that okay. we've been shopping around. So okay. And then you just shot in Maine, and you shot a horror film there. Yeah. Yeah. Was that the same thing? Yeah, that was that. Oh, that's yeah. what it was yeah. in Maine. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So you were there for a month, and it was snowing. And it was snowing. It was three degrees Fahrenheit. How'd you end up with that gig? Um, well, yeah, this is my friend's passion project. It's his okay. first feature, Billy. Shout mm-hmm. out to Billy. Hey, Billy. Um, yeah, so he just, like, came up with this concept in late October, and then goes, hey, Jack, do you want to produce my first feature movie? And I was like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, bear, bear, bear. and then yeah. it ended up being magic 
Wonderful. And then we shot it two months later. That's the shit. And we're still finishing it up okay. next month. That's good. Yeah, it's been work. How long is it? It will be the shoot days or the like the actual full film. How long did you shoot? How long was the well, full we had day? we shot twelve days in Maine, and we're gonna shoot another six or seven here in LA. Oh, cool! That's so fun. It's dope. So do you work with? It's like it's a horror film. Mm-hmm. So you work with like special effects. Yes, we have a really great team, not based here. Uh-huh. Um, Matt and Brian, they are freaking awesome What's from up? Outhouse Effects. Nice. And they did. They built a full monster for us. Took them about a month. What? Mm-hmm. They built a monster. They brought they they brought all the blood with them. So oh, when so there gross. were moments, we had to like shoot the militia in the head, and then like they would what? prepare like brain bottles. <gasps> <laughs> which is literally exactly what it sounds like. They're just oh, bottles full of brains that they squirt out. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God. Which is awesome. So, yeah, we have a great team. That's crazy. Yeah. That's so awesome. cool. So, um, like, how'd you end up in that genre? So that was just how you ended up doing that, because now you're doing a project that's, like, quite goth as well. Oh, well, yeah, I'm just, I mean, I'm helping a friend out uh, who's on a horror film. So okay. So that one's less mine, but more something I just want to, like, go help out yeah, with. Yeah, that's, I think it's really which rad. Is, it's which is dope. Very unexpected. Yeah. When you were telling me, I was like, oh, word. Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, I, lo- I love horror movies. I've always loved it when, since I was little, because yeah. I think it's really interesting and also very funny in a way. What's your favorite horror film? Uh, I want to say I don't even know. Or like two or three of them. Like I, I love um the Exorcism of Emily Rose. That was scary because it's probably one of the best Exorcist movies I've seen because it's pretty realistic. It's shot like a court case, Mm -hmm. and she's freaking terrifying when she starts talking about all the demons inside her. (gasps) Like that scene made me just. Like, oh, is it really scary? It's so scary. I she should ha- watch her it. Her voices change and stuff, and it's, oh my god, it's done really the well. Did it? Yeah, well, they, you know, they well, put they effects over it, it. Yeah. but like definitely, they, they definitely play play with her a lot. Like she's really good. Um, so I like that one. I like Let the Right One In, but I don't know if that's technically. Oh yeah, a horror it, movie. I think it is. That's it's uh, te- it is right. Is that the one with Jim Jarmusch? Jarmusch. <laughs> Uh, or that's the one with the kids. It's the kid, the two right. kids. Right. They're, they're like and Scandinavian. Yeah, the Scandinavian. That one like was. The OG one. Yeah. yeah. Not the, because the American, yeah. it was an American remake. Okay. But the Scandinavian one was like phenomenal and, and creepy, not terrifying. Yeah. Um, but I also really like, me. I also really like, like the original horror movies. Like I love, like I love Halloween and yeah. Friday the 13th yeah. and. Evil like Scream. Dead. Yeah, I love Scream. Scream was one of the best ones. It was good. Like, because it was like that. We were at that age. I think when Scream. Well, I don't know what what year Scream came out, but I was like, yeah, it was like junior high school, school or some shit. Yeah. Yeah, and it was like, Nev Campbell was the coolest motherfucker out. You know, <laughs> yeah. that was that was pretty. Yeah, that was cool. That was a good time in movies. Yeah, I think I don't really watch horror films now, but I will watch them if it's. You know what it is? It's like some of them started becoming so gory and, and leaning in on that so much that it was kind of grossing me out. But the older ones, like The Exorcist, it was scary, but it was cre- it was scarier because like of the other shit, not necessarily the effects or the blood. It yeah, was like the I psychological like, part of it. 
Yeah, I'm more into possession, and it might be part of the Catholic upbringing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'm really into possession and stuff because I think it's scarier than anything else. Like, the gory stuff doesn't freak me out. Okay. But, like, demonic possession stuff, ghost stories, spirit things, because they're quiet. Those stories are more quiet. You know, like, I really... Like, Saw is great, but I don't think it's scary. But I think... um, did you what? Like I love Asian horror films, like Taiwanese, Thai films. I haven't Japanese seen many of films. them. There is a really great Japanese film called Audition. Okay. And they had to censor it when it was in the movie theaters because it was so graphic and creepy. It was terrifying. It's so, Taiwanese. Japanese. Oh, Japanese. Yeah, called Audition, and they play with um, like acupuncture needles and. Uh uh-uh. <laughs> No, it's weird and creepy, and I saw it the for the first time in a movie theater in New York when I was like eighteen, and I'm like, this is the weirdest, most creepy film. But it wasn't like jump scares; it was just these like underlying consistent creepiness throughout the whole film. And like, I made my brother watch it when he was when I was visiting home one year, and he's terrified of needles. So when those moments would come up, he was just like, cr- like curled up in a ball on the chair, Cringing. Like just, just like freaking out. And then ha- like, ha- I had to walk him to his bedroom to- because he was, how so- old was he? 28. Oh, oh, well, oh, he was grown. He's grown. He was grown. Um, you know, I should like watch one tonight and then freak out in my Airbnb because my Airbnb is creepy because of raccoons. There's raccoons that live on the roof oh, of it. Oh, and you can hear them scurrying around? Hear them, yes. Also, the lights went out the other day. It was like the windy, super windy day two nights mm-hmm. ago. So the light, well, the electricity went out like in the property and on the block. And I'm hearing like something, you know, I'm like hearing something. And, oh my God, I'm looking up and there's skylights. So I'm looking up, and this motherfucking raccoon is like standing at me with his hands up, like I'm about to, like I'm a cop, hands up, you know. And I'm looking like I'm looking up at the skylight, like oh shit. So there's like a a cover, like like a shade or something that you can close it with. But I had it open, man. And then so I'm looking like get out of here. I'm like get out of here, scare scare, you know, making noise. <laughs> He's just looking at me, like hands up just staring at me and so I started like shaking the thing at him he was just he did not move and then I was like oh he's he's looking in here he's trying to see what the fuck is in here so um I closed it but first before I closed it I like shine lights in it like I was like flashing my my phone at him the torch he didn't move at all. Wow. I was like, that's some scary shit. So then I was just scared of the raccoon. <laughs> <laughs> Raccoons are weird, though. They're big. They're creepy. I remember going um, to my ex's place in the Bronx, and someone had mentioned on the block a couple of days before that, like, be careful and keep your dogs inside because there's been raccoon sightings on the block. What? And so I was like, that's fine. And I remember walking, like, walking out of the door to, like, leave the apartment, and there were two raccoons on the fence, and they were both—they were both like talking, and then they just both—and then they both stared at me when I walked out of the gate, and I was like, "And they're the size of a Sorry. child." And I was like, "This is creepy," and they're just like watching me walk away and stuff. I'm like, "Okay." With I their know. hands, like full thumbs. 
She was like about to grab something and throw it at you. Yeah. And I was terrified. I was like, I don't understand what you are. And I'm it makes me scared. I was scared. I was like, oh. And then I'm like, Constance, girl, chill. Like, what, are they going to come in here? They be in here already. They wouldn't know how to get in. <laughs> what are they going to do? They're going to get in here. They might. I don't know. They were trying. They were trying to come in. So, yeah. I was like really fucking creeped out. They're really weird. But maybe tonight. They're cute, but they're weird. Yeah. But maybe tonight you want to scare yourself. Yeah. Like I'm watch a scary movie and then just a quiet be place is now on Hulu, which I haven't scared. seen yet, and I heard that. Was is it creepy. really quiet though? I like I don't know if I want to watch that. I heard it was creepy. I'm over here judging the book by the cover. What is it about? It's got John Krasinski in it. Yeah, it's his. Just like shushing people. That's yeah. all I see is <laughs> <laughs> fucking shushing, shushing people. Because <laughs> the monsters can hear you, so you have to be quiet so they can't find you. Oh, I should watch that one yeah. then. And I'll be like hearing the raccoons. That's like I'll be I, texting I definitely like why'd you make that. me do this? Oh, I didn't make you. You wanted to scare yourself. You told me to but watch it. It's actually funny because I feel like I'm less afraid of horror movies than I am of like thrillers or psychological thrillers. Yeah. They fuck my brain up more. What about ghosts? You think there's ghosts and shit? You think that there's a ghost in here right now? Not in this house. Mm. There was a ghost. Um, I say that my lawyer or my friends, she's my friend and lawyer. We've been in the court for so long now. My house <laughs> case. I was house sitting and oh girl. So she lives in in Fort Greene. She's got like a like a nice brownstone, and and there's photos that she has in her house of that block. So it used to be like farms, pretty yeah. much, and that building's old. So now it's like the whole brownstone, except for the top two floors. So it's like three floors, and a basement, four floors. So I'm like hell yeah, like I was like taking her her cat. Pretty much, but also acting like it was Airbnb. Like I was in that bitch cooking, like, oh, it's my apartment. <laughs> so I'm like sleeping in her kid's room. Her kid's like 30 though. And I, I was up in the room, girl. So I'm watching like just random internet videos, like on Netflix or some shit. And I, I go to bed, like I'm about to go to sleep. So I, I laid down and I laid on my side, facing the wall. And then I felt somebody lay down mm. in the bed with me. And, I, and they were like, it was like, um, I'm not even tripping. So I'm laying there, and I could feel the weight of somebody. Shifting yep. on the bed. And I, I shifted, and it was just like, <sighs> and I heard that shit. And I didn't feel no breath, but it sounded like a dude. So I froze. I was like, oh, bitch, don't move. <laughs> like, you know, like, don't move. And I sat there, and I was like, like, am I tripping? And then I, I waited a few minutes I, and I turned over and I was just like, does she know she had ghosts and didn't tell me? <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? And then I was like, am I tripping? You know, I was not tripping. So I feel like a lot of people don't know that they have ghosts. I, I have know. lots of ghost stories. Then I'm like, I don't want to tell her, like, <laughs> by the way, did you know your house is haunted? Did you get She's some like, sage no. in there? Did you, yeah. like, did you I had a dream catcher. <laughs> oh. Like, the one around my neck. I hung that shit up right above my bed. And I was like, well, we both here now. What's up, demons? It's your girl. Like, I'm, we both live here. You got to leave. You know, I was just like, what just happened? Yeah. I you mean, got a ghost you, story? I have so many. I've seen, I see, I've seen many ghosts. Like, what kind? Um, I definitely, I've seen a demon before. Oh! And that, like, cause, no. which is always terrifying. <laughs> they're they're scary. Hear that. And, and they only come to you if you're really weak. So 
If you're the stronger you are mentally, the less. So what do you mean you see them? Like you see them on people or like? Yeah, I mean I've seen ghosts wandering around like people. Like when I first moved to New York, it was very confusing, um, because there were lots in like the subway and shit, and that's really weird. That's so (laughs) like it's like it was really creepy and strange. Do they look like? How do you know that they're ghosts? Um, you can usually, well, I don't see them fully formed. Mm. I do have cousins that see them fully formed. Is it your family? Like, yeah. The females on my grand, on my mom's side. Oh, wow. Um, for sure. But, like, I, I basically, definitely not. (laughs) Definitely not. I'd be like, damn. Your presence is gone. (laughs) If you are, then this is a really interesting conversation. (laughs) When did I die? I didn't even know. Well, you said you were a hundred. Well, You're right about that. <laughs> I still look 28. Yeah, right. <laughs> 25 on a great day. Oh, right now, probably 22. Yeah, right. I look like a 22 baby dyke. <laughs> 22 baby dyke. Sounds like a so dope like, title pretty. for something. Oh, you're still That's got all the joy That should be the title of your biography. 20-year-old, 22-year-old baby, baby dyke. Baby dyke, 22. That's really good. 90s edition. 90s edition. <laughs> I'll work on it. That'll be the yeah. name of my, my, my memoir. I really like yeah. that. <laughs> so, like, that's that's pretty wild. Is it scary? It's not scary. I mean, after a while, you kind of... I mean, I've had very terrifying experiences in which I didn't want to see them anymore. Oh, so I yeah. see them less and less as I've gotten mm-hmm. older. But I feel them still, and I can feel them for their presence. You'd be like, get off me! Yeah. But normally they have... They've normally been fine. There's one at YouTube Space in LA. I don't know if anyone here who's listening ever goes there. But so there ghosts, one. if you want to call in <laughs> and tell us if you're there. I call them Jamie because I don't know if it's a boy or a girl. Okay. But I call them Jamie and they're a pretty young soul and they like to play pranks. Oh. And that's really interesting. So the first time I felt Jamie was like I was with a crew at a, outside of Studio C. Mm-hmm. And I was talking to them, giving them like a, like a briefing or something. And I felt like this weight on my shoulder, like leaning on my shoulder, oh. like you do with a friend, <laughs> Like, right? what's up, girl? Yeah, exactly. right. like, I just felt that like, hey, what's up? Like on my shoulder. And I looked to my, to look to my left and I was like, wait, my entire crew is in front of me and I'm standing in front of a fire exit. So there's be no like, one behind. I feel like, like I'm not even looking, motherfucker. No, and I was just like, all right, so no one's here and that's cool. And, um, and I was like, oh, I see you've just made your presence known. So every time mm. that I've come around, they like will move things or do things to show, like I'll go to the bathroom and no, if no one else is in the bathroom, They'll turn on all the hand dryers and shit. <laughs> Girl, I'd be like, can y'all just stop it? And I'll be like, okay, Jamie, hey. <laughs> or like the, the automatic faucets will turn on in the sinks That's and shit. That's wild. Yeah. So, um, like, what do you think, what the fuck do they want? I don't know. I think they just want to play. Like, I think, They're I think, bored. I think it's a very young spirit. And I think, you know, when they passed away, they were pretty young in age. So they want to play. Like, they're still... Tricks. Yeah, they're still like... <laughs> I feel like, you know, Jamie's maybe 14. Oh, really yeah, young? like 14 to 17 years old. Oh, okay. And I don't know how they passed away or anything. I don't know. Uh-huh. Because that used to be the old Howard Hughes hangers. Oh, for real? Yeah. So what like, is that? Um, Howard Hughes, when he would make his... Uh, like, airport? His airplanes? Airplane yeah. hangers? So, like, yeah, he'd have... I feel oh. like... Because that's what used to be down there. So that's the YouTube space. Can mm-hmm. you tell me about the YouTube space? I mean, oh. I'm, I'm curious. I just I don't yeah, know shit so about that. Yeah, so YouTube space, if you're a YouTube creator or if you have a channel on YouTube, you know, after 10,000 subscribers, you can unlock certain spaces around the world. Oh. So you can actually go and shoot out of their studio spaces or get invited to certain events. 
Um, every well, they've upped the subscription number in the space in LA because there are so many creators. I here. Can only have seventy nine subscribers. You know, I have like five. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm not like, even on my YouTube. I don't even know. It's but like fourteen, like, but you know, and, and people, it's like my mom. Right, it's like, like three of my friends. I yeah, don't know. but like the people that I work with here are definitely influencers or uh-huh. YouTubers, and they're in that space and. So I've been blessed to know them and work with great. them in the space. And so we shoot great. stuff there and it's great. And there's free yeah. coffee and I'm very happy about that. I love coffee. Free coffee and good food trucks and stuff. Okay. So it's a space to create. It's a space to create. Yeah. It's a little bit different these days, but generally, yeah, it's a really dope spot. They have mm-hmm. one. I unlocked the space in New York for my friend also. Mm-hmm. And that's really nice. Um, it's above. It's in the Google building above Chelsea Market. Oh, nice. Yeah. Very cool. So that's really cool. Oh, that's cool. So, um... Like, YouTube's is, is YouTube popping? I mean, I I keep hearing people having issues I or mean, YouTubers talking about like them de, demonetizing. Um, demonetizing. Yeah, they because de- before you could get monetization over you know something with just over a thousand views to like a fifteen hundred two thousand views, so lower viewership. Mm-hmm. Um, you could start to monetize. Granted, you know, it's 50 cents or some shit, but okay. it's like any, something is good. Anything is good. You might get a little check for you 50 might, bucks. Yeah. Like you'll, you'll get things here and there, okay. which is awesome. Um, yeah. but since they were bought out by Google and the algorithm changed, mm-hmm. they've definitely changed the amount of view, views you need in order to apply or get any monetization. Mm-hmm. So it's, they're at that point where most YouTubers are like trying to get more sponsorship or brands affiliated to their content and their channel. Right in order to make back the money that they are no longer making just by getting people watching their stuff. So it's that must d- be it's, wild. It's not as easy or as fun as it used to be for sure. Um, is what I've been noticing and hearing from right. all my, my peers. But I mean, you know, it's a whole lifestyle doing that kind of making that content. Yeah. yeah. Well, a lot of it is like, it seems like you have to, and, then, and of course, like branding, sure. Now it's just it's what it is. Mm-hmm. It's what I mean. I have a whole thing I do. It's like a brand. Mm-hmm. You know, you gotta just gotta it. fucking do it, and and also accept it. And you have control over it, and that's fine. Um, but it seems like if you had your whole shit wrapped up in YouTube, you're kind of fucked right now. Yeah, it's a lot what of it seems a like. lot of people did struggle and lose out a lot. Like when, uh, you know, like I guess this is different, but like Vine. Yeah. Because it was like all those people that were very famous from Vine, and then all of a sudden Vine's gone. Yeah. So the smartest thing people did was like make Vine compilations and then put them on YouTube. Oh, okay. So then they, because they saved all of their Vine videos, and then they... So they were erased. So once Vine went down, then all that content that was created was... Yeah, I Unless have, you backed it up yourself. Yeah, I have no idea what happened to it. But I okay. do know a majority of creators that did run... Like, you know, the ones that made really high-end, really good Vine videos... Yeah. They definitely ended up compiling them and making them YouTube, like putting them on their YouTube channel okay. to like generate the con- like you know the viewers that they didn't have anymore. Is that to, maybe to monetize it? Well, hopefully just to get views back and like mm-hmm. monetize a little bit. But I feel like I don't know if you would get a whole lot of monetization on a compilation of seven second videos. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's it's interesting though. True. True. So what about IGTV? IGTV is kind of dope. I haven't played enough with it. But I like the shows people have been putting out there mm-hmm. or the videos people have been putting out there. Do people watch them? Or are people engaging yeah, with um, them? Yeah, I'm really into John Mayer's show every Sunday night. Oh, okay. It's called Current Mood. So you put, so should I use that? You could. You could probably record this and shoot it at the same time. 
That'd be yeah, because I'm going to start doing that. Yeah, because I have my camera and stuff. And really, I'm not going to edit this shit down. I'm going to probably take out that like really racist shit you said earlier. But, yeah, right. But that's... That's it. <laughs> that's, you should. I'll take it out. <laughs> and then talk about all my... All the drug use. Yeah. I'll take that sure. out. Thanks. I'm leave that in. Thanks, just in case my parents listen. Oh, uh, hi, Mom. My mom's <laughs> listening. Absolutely. <laughs> She's like, oh, you're wild, girl. You're so pretty. <laughs> my mom is, like, wildly supportive. I used to show up to her hotel room. Girl, faded. Like, probably took a little bit of Molly. Like, Mom, hi, I'm here. Can I sleep in your hotel? She's like, yeah, come in. Do you want some food? I'm like, yeah. You know? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, but I, I'm not, I kind of just want to keep this super honest in what it is. Yeah. So one thing that um, some of my guests have after we do the interview, they're very critical of themselves. So don't be critical, you guys. Oh, it's just creating something that's um, that's really like, I don't know why I'm getting an email from State Farm. I fucking hate them. I pay my insurance. I don't know. <laughs> State Farm, stop bugging constantly. God damn. They're like, do you want to? No, I don't want to. Um, but uh, what the fuck was I saying I forget what I was saying well I was talking about IGTV oh yeah I don't want to I don't want to I'm going to leave that in as a matter of fact I don't want to take a bunch of shit out of it I don't want to get into like taking like all my like likes out like because I say like a lot and it's actually a lot of people like like say it I say it a lot and it's just a part of the language so I don't want to take that out I don't want to take a bunch of ums out because I do want to build it up to where I can stream it or just I don't know. Just keep it authentic, right? Just make it real. Just make it real. And plus I that would involve me editing it. <laughs> so I don't mind it, uh, the audio editing. That part I got down, but then video editing and then I don't even want to do that. It's just it's okay. You should literally just put it on your phone and do like an Instagram live video and then export it to IGTV. Oh, you should just do that. <laughs> oh, gross. It's Zanku chicken. It's <laughs> so much garlic sauce. <laughs> oh, and hot wine and whiskey. There's a lot going on here, guys. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm so sorry. <laughs> so nasty. It was good going down. Um, I had hot Cheeto chips, too. I mean, hot Cheeto fries also. So You had, like, a hell of a spread for lunch. I was, like... I don't know. I must just got the munchies. Yeah. I ain't never ate that much falafel in one city. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, I'll eat this. I'll have some later. No, bitch. You like, ate it. Uh-huh. It's I saved stuff. the last one because I was like, you got to save one, you know. <laughs> Restraint. <laughs> but you definitely need to finish all this garlic sauce. <laughs> <laughs> just, just oh, my in. God. I probably stink like garlic. So maybe I'll try to IGTV. You know, I'm thinking of ways to um, really launch all these projects because they they very much feel like a project. They don't feel like um, I'm doing this thing and then this thing. It's like, okay, I'm doing these things that all will come together and, and be a, a thing. Yeah. That's fucking bullshit. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, all of my All things. the vagaries. <laughs> Well, I mean, like, you know, like the travel shit, like showing yeah. people how to do stuff. I don't want it to be like, mm, lifestyle, this shit, look at my life. Because my shit is, it's cool. But, you know, life ain't easy or anything. It's not pretty. It's fun. But it's messy. Yeah. 
I love messy and drama, you know. Yeah. Not like that <laughs> drama, drama, but anyway. But um, can you give me a good rejection story? A good rejection story? Yeah. Um, Any type of rejection. It could be fucking anything. It don't got to just be a job, whatever. Um... I'm like, are you rejected rejected by people all the time? (laughs) (laughs) Like, people don't want to hang around me. That's cool. But then I have less people that do. Yeah, I stalked you. Yeah, I know. Mm -hmm. People do that. I get stalked a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, Good rejection story. I did work for a film festival that was Australian, and then it moved to New York and did a stint with with, um, Tribeca. Mm -hmm. So they kind of partnered a little bit. And then I was working with them, and I don't think they knew how much my kind of role had to do. Like, I had to do a bunch of outreach and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. things that I normally wouldn't have to do in this coordinating position. Sure. Um, and then it turned into, because they were still getting their footing. And then they were like, we're also doing a section where we showcase in Vegas. And I was like, cool. Oh, great. So I had to also do Vegas. So there was two lots of things going on, and then... Things kind of blew up in my face a little bit, and then they were like, oh, we've outsourced your job. Oh, bitch, what? And I was like, I just did all this prep work. Oh, no. And so I made, like, a full database of contacts for them. It's like, I already did work, but I think they don't, they didn't know how much work came with it, or, like, how much I had to cover, because they, they expected, I think they half expected that I had everything already. Sure. And I was just going to reach out to everybody that I had from previous festival work or whatever work I did mm-hmm. prior to that. But it was kind of like, oh, no, I built an entire new database and I spent money getting on IMDb Pro to get extra, like, actors access to... You to, pay for that to shit. Yeah, you know, I did, and I had to mm-hmm. get on phone calls to Australia, and then they wouldn't pay my phone bill for that. Oh, and, like, boy. There was just a lot going on there. And, like, the thing is, I really enjoyed working for that, pro- for that company. Mm-hmm. I just didn't like how it was handled later. And then the whole, like, oh, we just outsourced your job. And I was like, but I did all of this prep work for for Vegas and for outreach here mm. in New York. And then it just went to shit. Mm. So I was like, I felt super, like, did I fuck up? Did I right. fail? Um, I mean, it's cool because I met some cool contacts. But outside of that, I was like, oh, that's kind of shitty. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's That's just kind of shitty. And I felt really terrible about it. So that's one. Yeah. Well, how long ago was that? Um, 2011. So, um, do you still work? You do stuff in Australia? We are. I there? mean, I still take jobs here and there. You like uh-huh. like freelance production stuff. Like sure. I'll come on board as a production designer or a producer or something. That's it. Or okay. I'll sometimes direct a friend's music video. Okay. Yeah. Will you help me direct my life story? Um. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it'll be so crazy, girl. Whenever you. Write Yo. It. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm working on this thing. It's cool. Yeah. yeah sure. Okay. I yeah. have, like, three people that that I need to do, like, biopics for. Yeah. Yeah. Who? Like, you. Yeah. My mom. Yeah. And then an ex-friend. Ooh, fuck that yeah. friend. I but know. also, let's let's tell, let's find out everything. You know? Like, <laughs> fuck that friend. Because she legit was like, I'm only going to give my life rights to you. Like, to, oh. for use for, for um, to, to write about and do a film about. But now she no longer talks to me. So you're like oh. you know her, but like she she no longer talks to me. Okay, you can tell me after. And I'm I'm going through my Rolodex like right. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, no, no, it probably ain't my cra- might, be might be the craziest one. I know who it yeah. is. <laughs> yeah, you. Oh, girl. 
it's a good story. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, yeah, but she no longer speaks to me, which makes me sad because it was like a falling out via a text message without actual com- like conversation and <sighs> communication is always kind of pissy to me. Yeah. And then I can, if I get defensive, it's a really bad thing because I'll be really like awful to you. I've never heard you upset. The thing is, I, it takes a lot for me to yeah. get to that point. But I see you I, annoyed. Yeah, I get annoyed. All the, all the time, time. Like, all <laughs> super time. like people just, just like, shouldn't talk no. to me <laughs> no I mean, yeah so it took a lot for me to become mean or like to bite back yeah but i mean i'm also not gonna let someone she's a lot say say shit she's all lot. the time but. and she was like all up in your shit too right you well, yeah i know I'm like, what's her name? <laughs> what's her you phone? Know. This her phone number. No, <laughs> no, I know who you're talking about. I, I think. Well, you know, whatever. It's just that's cool. But it's yeah, life, you can you know? my yeah. I'm I'm like writing about it. I've been through. I feel like I've lived literally like five lives. Yeah, yeah. And they feel very distant from each other. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I'm doing this new thing, so I'm real excited about coming out here. I'm super excited that you're here. Like. One of my fucking real friends out here, and you're like, yeah, come through. Let's like, let me blow your mind. Oh wait, but <laughs> speaking of that night, and we gonna wrap it up. <laughs> the second thing that blew my my mind when we were at your house for that epic karaoke, there was a song that came on, and I never heard it. Uh, I had been partaking in cannabis. <laughs> and I, you guys all started singing this song and everyone in the room knew the words even my cousin and y'all were all singing it and I was like is this a musical like I felt like I was in a movie like I felt like I was in a musical except for like I didn't get the lines and y'all were all singing. What song was that? Do I you have remember? no idea. Was it like Damn a it. classic R and B song? No, it was shit? not. No shit. I never. I heard girl. You know, I heard all those songs. It was like some rock ballad kind of. But even my cousin, I looked over and she's she like, she's from Crenshaw. She was like, once it got to the chorus, she started singing along, and I was like. Are you guys? I can't remember what song it was, but I do remember the moment. I was tripping. I do remember you like, how do you all know this song? I I thought I was like, what is going on? Like, is there cameras in here? Yes, (laughs) there are. There actually are. (laughs) So we'll we'll do that again. That was fun. We should. We should. Yeah, yeah, we should go do karaoke next time. We all back. We're gonna do another night. Oh, I'll be back like in two weeks. Great. Yeah, I'll be back. There's a show at the Annenberg Center for Photography that Baron is a part of and Vicky Toback. So you should definitely come to that. It's I gonna will be definitely come. That's on my birthday too. Yeah. I'll be 101. I was going to be like, what are we doing here, birthday? Eh, 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 wild out. Ooh, messy, messy. <laughs> it's going to be fun. I'll be here for my birthday. Yeah. That's awesome. So, um, yeah, it's coming. It'll be dope. It's so weird. It's like, oh, it just keeps going. Just turn 30 and then in, doesn't stop. It just speeds forward. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I'm how old now? Oh, okay. Man. I feel that way. It makes sense. I feel like now, like, I know I'm 35 right now. Right at this moment. But, like, <laughs> right, only right, right now. now. <laughs> and then, like, this is the oldest you've ever been. Right now. the youngest you'll ever be again. Oh, blow my mind. I know, right? What? You're so smart, girl. So smart. Um, yeah, it's, it's dope, though. I'm into it. It's weird. I like being in my 30s, so I'm, I'm happy here. Yeah, I give way less fucks. 
Yeah. yeah. I, I don't care as much and I'm like, I'm so much more sure of myself. Yeah. And I'm happier with that. Good. Meh. I'm glad you didn't get married and you came to LA. <laughs> Thanks <laughs> yeah, for right. having me over your house. You're welcome. And Anytime. we'll be, we'll come, we'll be talking again and shit. We'll talk about shit. Let's do it. And uh, rate, review, and subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> rate, review, and subscribe. Subscribe to iTunes, Spotify, Anchor FM. Freaking, yeah. Soon to be on IGTV. Yeah, soon to be on IGTV. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, yeah, I got some ideas about uh, doing some stuff with this. So we will talk about them off, off air. And I love you so much. Thanks love for coming, too. girl. Thanks for having me. You so fucking lit. Look at you <laughs> in LA. You in LA. You in Hollywood. I can see the sign. All right, cool. All right, you fucking rejects. Until next week. No, yes, no, yes, no, 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 no,